God, we thank you. God, that you are everything we need, that you are everything in every season. God, you meet us where we are. God, nothing else will do. Nothing else than your presence, nothing else than your strength, nothing else than your wisdom, your guidance. God, right now, I just pray that you would give us that wisdom. Give us that guidance. God, right now, I pray that you would open our eyes, open our hearts, open our minds to hear, to receive what you have to speak to us today. God, as we continue this message in this series, Submerged, God, I just pray right now that you would speak to every one of us, that you would meet us exactly where we are. God, I pray this be a word. God, as you've worked it in me, as you've spoken it to me, and God radically changed the way I look at my situation in my life. God, won't you do that for each person watching today, every home group, every watch party, God, every person that's watching this on the road and watching this with their family. God, right now, I just pray that you would come and that you would fill our spaces with who you are. God, we invite you to come in. We simply invite you in. God, nothing else will do except your presence. God, meet us in these spaces. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, I am so excited to speak with you today. If we haven't had the opportunity to meet, my name is Ashley Hollis, and my husband and I are the lead pastors here at Change Church. And it has been a while since we have been together all together at Punchline, but I am so, so incredibly grateful for technology. I say all the time, and listen, you have to hear me on this, I feel like I am on Zoom call after Zoom call all day long. And so, though I know you probably get just as technologyed out as I do, my goodness, I'm so grateful that we have this technology, that we're able to connect. I know some of you are watching with your families. Hey. Welcome, welcome to Change Church. If we were at Punchline pre-COVID, I would give you a massive hug. I would say, welcome to the family. So consider this your official welcome. I'm so excited to meet you today. And hey, if you're in a watch party, I know some people are watching together. That is so exciting. I want to encourage you, turn around, say to somebody, good morning. Hey, how are you? Hey. It is so good to be worshiping with you. We are created to worship together. And we're created, that's why the Bible says, do not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. It's that iron sharpens iron, worshiping and growing together. And so I pray that you're experiencing that with your family, with your change group, with your watch party. And let me also encourage you, if you're not experiencing that, maybe you're in the middle of a season and you're like, Ashley, I feel so alone. Hey, let me tell you, you are not alone. There are other people that feel that way. You're not the only person that feels that. And you know, I have felt that some days. I feel like, my goodness, I just need someone. I need to talk to somebody. I need to pray with somebody. I just, I need that fellowship. Let me encourage you. That's why we do change groups. That's why we have watch parties. It's not to fill a schedule. It's not just to create friends. It's to grow together in what God has for each of us. And so get 
involved get involved in what is coming up there are so many exciting things i feel like it's just been so long since i've talked to each of you i just want to like oh, good morning i'm just so excited to see everybody hey today we're going to continue our series submerged and if you don't have notes to a uh, place to take notes right now grab a notebook go ahead and grab something grab your phone grab out your notes app whatever that looks like but i encourage you to take notes today because i just want you to know this is something that god has worked in my heart as i've been praying through this and this is something that it's been one of my favorite passages i have shared it at change before but i believe god spoke to me something so fresh and something for each of us today and i really encourage you take notes on this i pray that this message is a as we say monday morning message i hope it's something that you take into your job your family while you're maybe getting your kids ready for virtual school or maybe you're prepping for your job maybe you're at home with your family i pray that this is a message that sinks deep in our hearts and I know I prayed before I started, but I would like to take another minute and I would like us to pray together. I would like us to pray specifically to open our hearts and open our minds that God would do a transformation in our space. I know you're sitting in your home and I know that some of you may even be still laying in bed in your pajamas. And that is 100% okay. We are change church at home, home church. And that is so awesome. But would you right now, wherever you are, would you bow your head, would you close your eyes, and would you just lift your hands, and would you just ask God to come and to open your heart, open your mind, open your ears to what He wants to say. God, I just pray right now today that this would not be just another message. God, that we wouldn't just come and sit together or tune in together and then go out and leave just as stressed and just as overwhelmed, maybe discouraged, maybe wondering. God, I pray that we would leave here different, that we would leave here filled up. And God, we know that in order to see things we've never seen, we have to do things we've never done. And so right now we just open our hearts, we open our minds, God, we open our ears to hear what you have to say specifically to us. God, you are the God of the one. You came for each and every one of us. And so God, right now, won't you speak directly into our hearts? Just repeat that for me. Say, God, open my heart. God, open my mind. God, open my ears to hear from you. In your name we pray, amen, amen. Well, we are continuing today in the series Submerged. And Elijah shared last week, and what a powerful Sunday it was. We had an incredible time worshiping with my family and taking that time to worship and to pray together. And today I have the honor of sharing week two of Submerged. And before we do that, I just want to give honor where honor is due. And I know that Elijah is my husband. He is, I get that, but I do want to give honor where honor is due. And I want to say, Elijah, thank you. Thank you for leading our church through this season. Thank you so much for being a pastor that is fully submerged, that is seeking God every morning when your alarm goes off at 4.45 in the morning. My goodness, thank you for leading us like that. Thank you for not preaching something without living it out. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. Super honored to get to speak today. 
And I want to talk to you a little bit about what does God have for you to learn? What does God have next? What's next in your life? You may be asking yourself that right now. You know, if you know anything about my family, you know that we are a pretty competitive family. Um, my, my kids are extremely competitive and Zion, everything is a competition. When we are running down the stairs in our house, it's who can get there first. Even if people are pushing and shoving, my goodness, it's like, I got my shoes on first. I got there first. No, I got five points. We're just a, such a competitive family. And this summer, we have visited my parents a couple times in Kansas City. And we have been so grateful for that time that we've been able to spend with my family there. And um, my parents have a pool. And so they have this big pool. I grew up swimming there when I was young, although I will be totally honest with you. I was never a huge swimmer. I am so cold blooded that it would be like the middle of July and my mom would have to make me get out, sit on the concrete because I would be so cold. I would be shivering. My lips would turn blue. I'd be like, and my mom's like, Ashley, get out, sit on the concrete, warm up. And so I was never as much of a swimmer, but my kids are avid swimmers. They love to swim. And these past summers, see a couple summers ago, Zion learned to swim without a life jacket. And he was, I mean, again, so excited, right? It was like goal against himself. When can I get this life jacket and these floaties off? And what, what inspired him was he really wanted to go get these dive rings. And the pool had like a three foot um, shallow end and he really wanted to go get these dive rings. And he's like, mommy, I can't get them. And I'm like, well, I know that's because you have, you know, your floaties or your life jacket on. So he would pick it up with his feet and he would get it up. And so finally he wanted to learn how to swim without his life jacket. And so of course he's been doing that for a couple years. And Anae this year decided she was gonna swim without a life jacket. We have tried in years in the past. We're like, Anae, you got this, you got this, let's go. And she's like, no, she was a little bit more like me when she, when I was young, she would sit on the top step. She'd be like, mom, I'll just watch from here. I'm just gonna watch everyone from here. Look, my feet are in the pool. It's okay. And I was like, okay, Anae, like you can do that. You can leave your feet there, but don't you want to come? Don't you want to swim? Look, we have these big unicorn rafts and we have all these fun things. And this year, I will tell you, this year, Anae decided she was gonna swim without a life jacket. And so the kids spent a week or two at my parents. Um, earlier this summer, we had come home and they stayed with my parents for grandparents camps. And we got these videos and Anae was swimming without her life jacket. And now, you know at the beginning, when you're learning to swim and you're like bobbing around in your life jacket, and then all of a sudden you take off your life jacket and it's like, you know, you're swimming for dear life. Like you're like, <gasps> like try and go, 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 go. And so Anae would swim across the, the width of the pool, pretty, pretty narrow. And she would swim across and my parents would be like, oh, Anae, you did it, you did it. And then she would swim back and she was so excited and she would go back and forth. And Anae wanted to swim without a life jacket because she saw Zion going and getting these dive sticks. And she's like, my toys keep falling down. I want to get them too. And so she learned how to swim without a life jacket. And then Zion, well, he already knew how to swim without a life jacket. So he had to find something new, right? He had to find a new challenge, a, a new thing to learn. And so Zion this summer learned to go the entire length of the pool underwater. 
entire length of the pool. He would hold his breath, swim all the way under with his goggles, and he was so excited. Like, I am telling you, we got to Kansas and he was like, mom, dad, you guys have to see what I can do. Look, look, look. And he would swim and he would swim and swim and he would have races against my sister-in-law. And he was so excited. And I was so challenged as Elijah started to preach this series and he really started to work it in his spirit. This idea of being submerged, this idea of being in the depth of who God is, in the depth of everything he has for you, everything he has for me, all of his goodness, all of his love, all of his mercy, in that depth, in being submerged, we find every character of God, every trait that he has that we can bring into ourselves is in that depth, in being submerged in God's presence, being submerged and who he is. And I wanna, I wanna talk to us today, and I wanna, I wanna share a scripture. Again, I said this earlier. This is one of my favorite scriptures that I ever get to preach. I actually, I think this has been one of my favorite scriptures for probably almost 15 years. And you know, I keep reading the Bible and I have um, a daily Bible that I read every year, you know, and it has, you know, January 1st and it has scriptures and January 2nd. And I read through that every year. And there are always incredible scriptures for every season. And every time I read that, I hope that you feel this too. I hope you're digging into your word of God. If you have extra time, I pray that you're spending that seeking God's word. Every scripture speaks so clearly to where we're at. It's the living, breathing word of God. It means that it didn't die, it's not old, it's still cutting through you and I, it's cutting to the core of who we are. And so every scripture speaks in every season, but I'm telling you, this scripture has been my favorite for a very long time. And it comes out of Exodus. And if you know me, you probably knew that was coming. Exodus 33. And I have shared this before at Change. I've dived, dove. I dove into this scripture so many times. Can you tell I haven't talked to a ton of people? I need social interaction. I'm learning words again. Okay, so thank you for your grace on grace. Here we are, right, preaching, learning words. But I wanna share with you from Exodus 33. And it's a story of Moses and Moses is leading God's people. And if you think back, he was like, God, how am I going to lead these people? Who are you going to send with me? And Moses has this incredible encounter at the burning bush. And Moses is the one who leads the Israelites out of Egypt. And he sees the parting of the Red Sea. And he also sees the water come. And he also sees the manna provided. And Moses has seen God do incredible miracles. Miracles that I can only imagine. I've seen God do so many miracles in my life, but you read miracles like this and you think, wow, God, look at what you did. And yet we read Moses's conversation with God in Exodus 33. And if you have your Bibles, turn with me. I like to use an old school Bible. Um, I know that we have everything in technology nowadays, but there is just something about holding the word of God. And so if you have that, turn with me. If not, grab your light up Bible. There's actually a Bible in the Change Church app. You can grab that and follow along. But in Exodus 33, 
I'm going to start in verse 12. And it says, Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And then in verse 15, Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. And Moses goes on, he goes on in verse 18 and he says, then it says, then Moses said, now show me your glory. Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I will proclaim my name, the Lord in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face for no one may see me and live. You know, as we continue this series submerged, as we talk about being submerged in God's presence, submerged in every trait of who God is. God brought me back to that scripture this week and as I was going through my week and I was connecting with people and I was working with some of my clients and I was with my incredible team and we had a crazy, crazy week and God brought me back to that scripture, that scripture of Moses. Moses has seen, as I said, miracle after miracle that God has done. He has had encounter after encounter, like Elijah talked about going from an experience to an encounter. Moses has had these encounters with God. He has been so close to God that his face, Moses' face would be radiant from the presence of God. And yet when he talks to God, he doesn't ask for health. He doesn't ask for success. He doesn't ask for winning. He asks, God, show me your glory. God, submerge me in who you are. God, teach me your ways. God, send me your presence. God, I need you. I don't need the things that you can do. I need you. I need every trait. I need every, everything of who you are. God, show me your glory. What a lesson. What a lesson. Every time I read this scripture in the past, I will be totally honest with you. I usually get very hung up on verse 15. In verse 15, when Moses says, if your presence does not go before me, do not send me up from here. That is one of my life verses. God, I don't wanna make a decision. I don't wanna make a transition. I don't wanna take a client project on. God, I don't wanna do anything in this church. If your presence does not go before me, don't send me there. I have gotten so hung up on that scripture. I have just, I've eaten that scripture apart if I'm totally honest with you. But God brought me today and as I just started this week seeking, God, what do you wanna to speak to us? 
God, speak a fresh word into each of us. God, something that settles down deep in our hearts, where we are, whatever week you've come out of and whatever week you're going into, you know, these weekends, do they seem long enough? Do they seem too short to you? Do you even know the difference between a weekday and a weekend right now? But as we prep to go from one week to the next, I wanna ask you, what are you seeking of God? What elements, what traits are you seeking from Him? And let me just tell you, this is something that God has been speaking deep into me. I have been absolutely wrecked at some of the things that are happening in our world. If I'm totally honest, it's a lot of the things that are happening. And I have been so wrecked and not to say, and I don't say that to tell you today, oh, this is terrible and that's terrible. I tell you to say, God has been working on my heart so much and there are so many things and I caught myself within the last couple of weeks continuing to pray for the solution. God, I pray that you would bring re racial reconciliation God, would you bring that healing? Would you bring that reconciliation? God, would you expose sins? God, things that are being done, God, would you expose that? I found myself praying, and you know what God challenged me with? And this is what I believe he wants to speak to each one of us, and he, he did it so strongly in my heart. He challenged me, Ashley, in addition, and it's not a don't pray for that. My goodness, that is still, I am still praying for that. And let me just tell you, I pray that you're still praying for that. I pray that you're also praying, God, how can I be a part of the solution? What do you have for me that I can do to be a part of that? But God brought me one step back and said, Ash, before you pray for the solution, before you pray what you can do, do you know me? Have you gone deeper in me? You know, the beautiful thing is every time we get close to God, there's so much more to learn. There's so much more to be, to be enveloped in. There is so much more of his presence to be submerged in. God wants to do something in us. As we begin to seek his love, we become to be a part of the solution for what we're praying for. As we pray, God, I need to experience your forgiveness. God, show me your glory. God, show me your mercy. Show me your love. As we pray, God, allow me to be submerged in those traits. Can I tell you that when you're submerged in something, it shows on the outside? You know, like I said, I, I've never been a huge swimmer. I do thoroughly enjoy sitting by the pool. I love to sit on the first steps. And then I like to come back out and sit in my chair. And if you looked at me, you would never know. Ashley, did you go in the pool today? Did you swim? Or did you hang out reading books? You would never know. But Elijah jumps right in. I mean, we will be sitting there and it's like, splash, like Elijah jumps right in the deep end and he gets up and flings his hair and it's all wet and there is no question of the matter was Elijah in the pool. He was fully submerged. I mean, as far down as he can dive, he is down and back out of the water. What if we were submerged like that in the love of God, in the mercy of God? 
let me let me encourage you with this one up quotation that has been on my heart lately as i've been walking through my season and as i've been journeying through what god's done through god's doing in me and what god wants to do through me as i've been um walking through that one of my favorite quotes is this every new level demands a new version of myself every new level demands a new version of myself. And I would venture to say for you and for I, every new level that we're going in God's plan for our life is going to demand a new version of ourselves. And here's what God's been doing in me. He's been breaking me out of my comfort zone. And I know, I know it's like, Ash, we're literally at home. Like it is so comfortable. It is such a comfort zone. But can I encourage you? God has been pulling me out. God has been stretching me. I have had some major conversations with people in the church, with some of my friends, with some of my family. I have had big conversations that have stretched me. I have worked on projects that have challenged me. I have built relationships and worked through things that have challenged and stretched me. And can I tell you, I can't do it on my own and you can't do it on your own. We can do it as we begin to know God, as we begin to experience God, show me your glory. God, allow me to experience your forgiveness. God, allow me to feel your love. And this is what I want to say today. I want to talk to somebody out there who might be sitting there and you're like, yeah, Ashley, I've experienced God's love. He has filled me. He has covered me. I'm experiencing that love. But maybe you haven't experienced God's forgiveness yet. Maybe you think you've done too much or you've gone too far or you couldn't be forgiven. Maybe that's you right now and you've experienced certain miracles of God. And maybe you've experienced certain traits of God, but you haven't experienced the fullness of His glory, of His presence. Maybe you need God to speak that love into you today. Maybe somebody's out there right now and you need the strength of God. Can I tell you that's where I was at this past week? I was at this point where I said, God, I need your strength. Like this is beyond a, whew, I'm exhausted. All right, keep going, grab another cup of coffee. I was at the point where I said, God, I need your strength. And man, I pull back scripture. If you have not downloaded the scripture book yet, you need to do that right now. And you need to print it off and you need to highlight it and you need to stick these scriptures all over your house. You need to do something with that. But I was pulling back scripture and I was like, God, you say in my weakness, your strength is made perfect. So right now I am in full dependency on your strength. God, I need to experience you in a new way. God, I need that strength in a new way. God, I need that love in a new way. God, I need that patience. I need your patience, God. I need to experience that so that I can extend that patience. Let me tell you right now, 
God wants to do something in us that is going to radically change the way we walk into this next week. You do not have to walk into this week defeated. You do not have to walk into this week confused. You do not have to walk into this week weary. You do not have to walk into this week doubting. You don't have to walk into this week saying, I'm not enough. You don't have to walk into it like that. In your humanness, yeah, you're probably not enough. In your humanness, you might not have the strength you need for what you're looking at Monday to Friday. But can I tell you, if you seek the glory of God, if you seek to be fully submerged in his presence, can, can I speak as maybe just my testimony, right? A testimony is only a, a firsthand witness account as to what somebody has seen or experienced. I'm not saying something that I've heard let me just tell you my testimony. When I was weak, God's strength came through. When I felt like not enough, God spoke his love and his, his words over me, calling me a child of God, calling me a leader, calling me I am enough. I am called for this. I am purposed for this season. If you're watching right now and you're saying, I don't even know what's next. I don't know what my next week is gonna look like. I don't know what my next month is gonna look like. Let me tell you what God is speaking to me right now. Submerge yourself in who he is. Don't only seek the answer, seek God. You know, when I first married into Elijah's family, his grandparents on every card we got, anniversary card, Christmas card, birthday card, thinking of you card, notes with recipes in the mail. It did not matter what it was. Everything we got from his grandparents was the scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of these things will be added to you. Can I leave us today with this? Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. Seek first to be submerged in God's presence, to be submerged in the kingdom of God. Seek first to be submerged and all of these things will be added to you. And the patience in that meeting that you need this week will be added to you. And the wisdom to know which job to take and which decision to make, which way to go, that decision will come. It'll be added to you as you seek God's wisdom, as you seek God's patience. Man, if you're exhausted, this has been a tiring season. I think I would be kidding us all if I said, we are just feeling great. I pray that you have great days, but I know that sometimes we have rough weeks. That has nothing to do with COVID. That has to do with life. Sometimes we have weeks where we are exhausted and the current state of our world only adds to that. And let me encourage you, when you seek first the kingdom of God, seek first his glory, that strength is going to be added to you today. And I wanna leave you with this. I wanna leave you with this thought. This season does not have to be a wasted season. This season does not, it might not look like what you thought it was going to look like. 
I think we can all agree 2020 looks substantially different than what we may have suspected in December of 2019. For some people watching, it actually might look like a good year. Some people might be seeing God show up miracle after miracle. You're seeing favor. You're seeing blessing. You're seeing God show up in new ways. And some people may be saying, where am I at? What am I doing? The plans I had are thrown out. Like what, what do I do? Can I encourage you with this? 2020, this season, this week and this day is not a wasted season. This is a season for you to dig deep. This is a season for you to take off the life jacket, to take off that life jacket and to dive down into who God is, to dive down into everything he has to do in you. And I wanna ask you today, I ask you this question, what will make you take off your life jacket? What is it? What is it that in God's presence that makes you willing today to say, you know what, I'm willing to take off this life jacket. I'm willing to take off the comfort of sleeping in a little longer to be able to spend that presence, that time in God's presence, to spend that time in God saying, show me your glory, allow me to experience you. I'm willing to take off the life jacket that might be uncomfortable. It might be something that you've always been known as, something you've always done, something you've always said, and you say, you know what? No, I need to take off that life jacket because I need to go deep into who God is. I need to go deep into his presence. I need to dive down in. And when I come out of that presence, when I come out of that in the morning, when I come out of that time with God, people are gonna know I am submerged in the glory of God. It's one of the beautiful things of Moses. Every time he was with God, he would put a, have to put a veil over his face because his face would be radiating so bright with the presence of God. It would be radiating so bright. People would say, Moses, cover your face. It's so bright. Let me ask you, when is the last time you were so submerged in the presence of God, so submerged in experiencing his love and his glory that everywhere you walked, people knew it. I, I wanna tell you today that we are having some very real conversations in our church and in our world right now. We've had those conversations in this church. We've had conversations about racial reconciliation in this church, and it has been some of the most beautiful conversations. Have they been easy? No. Have we had to throw off comfort zones? 100%. But can I tell you that as individuals have dove deep into God's presence, they've, they've gone deep into his love. They've gone deep into God's forgiveness and said, God, I need to experience your forgiveness in a new way because if I'm going to extend forgiveness, I have to have that forgiveness encounter first. Like Elijah talked about, I have to have that encounter to extend that forgiveness. If you wanna be a part of the solution to what's happening today, dive deep, dive deep into God's presence. What are you seeking? And what 
are you willing to take the life jacket off for? What is it? Would you bow your heads with me? Would you close your eyes? In this moment, can we just pause and can we just reflect? You know, I feel like sometimes, right now, even if you're at home, I do feel like sometimes the world moves so quick with technology that we don't find the time to pause. We don't find the time to sit and say, God, just speak to me. God, just take me deep. God, before I jump into a whirlwind of a week where things start spinning, and they might be spinning in a great way, and they might be spinning in a crazy way, but God, before anything starts spinning, can we just pause and can we take this moment and God, can we just, can we just experience you? God, can you just show us your glory? God, show us your love. God, allow us to see you. God, to see you for who you are. God, do things in us. God, if there's individuals who are watching this right now who have not allowed your forgiveness in because they've held on to something in the past or maybe they feel so discouraged because of something they've done, God, you say you remove our sins as far as the East is from the West. God, you remove them. They are completely gone. And God, right now, I pray for that forgiveness to extend. God, I pray a peace. God, through the TV, through the computer screen, God, that you would just fill spaces with your peace. God, right now, I pray for every individual that is walking into this next week, God, that needs your strength. God, would you allow them to feel your strength in a new way? God, that they would open their hearts and God, just feel you settle in. God, that we would hear your still small voice say, you can do it. I've called you for this. It's big and it's daunting and it's uncomfortable and it's different, but I've called you for this. I know the plans I have for you. God, would you just bring that strength right now? God, for every individual watching, God, I pray as we go in this week, God, I pray you would just submerge us in your presence. God, fill us with who you are. God, a, a submersion that is so apparent to families, to roommates, to coworkers, to clients, God, in each of us. God, as we be submerged in you, God, as you do heart work on us, as you give us wisdom that only you can give and a strength and a love and a peace that only you can give, God, as you give that, God, I pray that we would run into this week. God, that we would chase after the things that you have for us. God, we love you. We trust you with this coming week. In your name we pray, amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.